Previously on Live at 605. Na 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 Is it stretched? <laughs> no, I said, ah, I just wrote on my scar. Ew. Ow. Keep going. Um, what do you want to call it? So That's what? That's going to be the previously on. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. This is season 12, episode 7 of Live Whoa. at 605. And it's your boy Gucci Mallon to your left, possibly my right. If you're going to let me start the thing. I, I asked you, so. did you want to start it? I said you op- no. <laughs> you opened me up for a Gucci Mallon reference. Okay, okay. Uh, sitting to my left, possibly your right, is the uh, co-host and 51% shareholder of 605, Miss Val Gomez. <laughs> Thank you for giving me the majority. It's been a while since I've introduced you. Yeah, it is true, actually, which is weird because you've started the podcast the last couple of weeks. Yeah, but I think it's because I throw you off because I call myself Gucci Man. Yeah, and, and then, then I just pick it up. You pick it up and we go from there. Well, I am your 51% stakeholder in this podcast. I Hello, listeners. <laughs> I already I have to be now. in your good books. Look at how, <laughs> how well I've started this off for it's you. True, it's giving true, it's true. compliments. Um, I'm your podcaster, Val, and excited for another week of podcasting. Just going to warn everyone right now, I'm very salty today. Very salty. salty. Just got a salty attitude towards life today. You do, actually. Yeah, it's We'll see if we can, like, calm your nerves with Bachelor in Paradise and Lost. That's true. Too many people have been annoying me lately. Too many stranger dangers. Stranger danger. Do you remember? You all right? Crack my back. Have you ever heard of someone being called a salty dog before? No, there's you know a, a bar called the Salty Dog. Is there? Yeah. If I had a bar, I'd probably call it Salty Dog. Why? What's Do you it know mean? what a Salty Dog is? Like, let's just say... Salty bitch. A, a, well, no, it's not a Salty bitch. <laughs> a salty Dog more of a reference to a guy being like almost like a good old boy, like cracking some wise jokes. Maybe, maybe... Wise so- jokes or wise jokes? Wise. Oh. Maybe slapping a girl on the bottom. How is that a wise joke? <laughs> no, not wise joke as in like, oh, it's a very smart joke, very wise. Like a wise cracker. Oh, okay. Or a white cracker, which is what I am. <laughs> You're a white cracker doing wise cracker jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm very salty today, so maybe I, it's, it's also because I'm injured. Yeah. I messed, muffed up my other leg from baseball this week. Yeah. Get into that later on, but um, why don't you give out all your contact information? Yeah, if you guys want to get in contact with me and see some of the cool shit we've done this past week, um, it's Val Gomez twenty three on both Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Oh, yeah. oh really? <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> and you can follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malin Camp. I was gonna say my email address because it's <laughs> similar, but I'm at Malin Camp. You can follow me on Snapchat. I don't snap that often. I feel like I snap more than I tweet. Yeah. Although I did put out one new tweet this past week. What did you tweet? I tweeted, just finished the season... What? I was going to say, I want to see... No, no, if you give me your Twitter, I, I can check your traction for that one tweet. Oh, so I can I, see it. Do you know how to check it, though? No. So that's why I'll do it for you. Tell everyone so to tweet. six that. days ago, I tweeted, just finished six seasons of hashtag parenthood. Now to re-binge seven seasons of hashtag Gilmore Girls before 11.25. Hashtag 
Gil- Gilmore Girls revival, smiley face, prayer hands, smiley face. Very that, nice. Okay, so that was six days ago. My previous tweet before that. <laughs> when was that? Was August 29th, 2015, almost a year ago. What was it? <laughs> what was that, what, that tweet? Um, what you gonna call it? In reply to um, super fan of the week, Chris Eiffel. Mm. Chris Eiffel, you rock. We're definitely it incorporating it into the next episode. That's what's up. That's what's up. Very good uh, friend and super fan of the podcast. So you're, let me tell you your traction mm-hmm. uh, on this tweet you got. None. Oh, it's weird. Actually, you can't check yours. Is it just like I lost friggin' geotagging on Instagram? <laughs> no, but I have the option here. You see it's like got little polls. It tells yeah. me how many people have viewed it, clicked on it, this or that. Jeez Louise. Maybe it's because I have 623 followers. And I only have... <laughs> I want. Can I tell everyone a really good Twitter account to check out, though? Sure. Yes, I should get bonus points because I've been. Not only did I give you compliments, I'm also letting you read tweets. I'm excited about it. Oh, so if I gotta you. read a couple tweets, you gotta let a boy read some. Did read I not just tweets. say read the tweet? I saw some saltiness in those words. No. You're a bit of a salty dog over there. I'm not a salty bitch. I'm not calling you that. <laughs> I'm not a white cracker. <laughs> no, you are not. <laughs> if anything, I'm whole grain. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they say whole grain is better for you <laughs> so i'm a peppery cat peppery cat and i'm a salty dog <laughs> so there's a new show coming out called atlanta on yeah. fx and i highly recommend everyone watch it yeah if you know troy from community it's his new show or if you'd like him as rapper, what's his real name donald glover there you go <laughs> or childish gambino yes it's all about rap scene in Atlanta. Go home, Roger. Go home, Roger. But the Atlanta FX Twitter account is by far my favorite Twitter account. And I want I want want to find out if he's the one tweeting or if they someone on the. Pretty sure somebody else is. No, but these tweets are unbelievable. Oh, okay. So this this is the one I retweeted. Go. I retweeted this. They say what goes up must come down. Do things that go down get down. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's not Donald Glover. All that jellyfish out there with no peanut butter in sight. This can't be life. They, those could be lyrics and or quotes from the episode. But some of these, I, I'm trying to... Current mood, a freshly dried towel. <laughs> there's been some... Uh, I'm just trying to see if there's any other good ones. Um, uh, they say that a dog is a man's best friend, but you can't hit a dog up to borrow a couple dollars, though. <laughs> Okay, are, are we done reading these? Yeah, but then <laughs> so I tweeted in response to one of these because you'd yeah. have to you have to read more than to get them. Oh, okay. And I wrote, I've learned more from the Atlanta FX tweets than three years of college. Five likes and three retweets. So holla at your boy. Holla at your boy. Uh, how's your Instagram game? See how I'm giving it back to you right now. <laughs> I took the focus off of my social media. Yeah. And how's your Instagram? Pretty game? good actually. I did one. I think just one pic collage last week from one of our adventures on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely good in the numbers. Uh, thank you to all the listeners who um, just, which you call it, like some statuses and shit. Uh, Facebook's been pretty good. If you go to facebook.com slash live at 605. Mm-hmm. I posted some pretty good pictures. I yeah. probably should have gotten more traction, so I'm just going <laughs> to blame all the fans out there for not giving us more traction on Facebook. <laughs> what do people do on iTunes? On iTunes? Drop us a comment on our iTunes page because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. Uh, well, my shirt just wrote up. 
<laughs> it looked like your underwear just ro- ro- rolled up you. Nope. You like made a face and then like went to go unwedge your underwear. No, I was pumped. Why do you have to like dime me out? Because you just had a halter top on. A halter top? I'm wearing a t-shirt. You just pulled it up to your boobies. Yeah, I got some... I literally just unrolled my jean is what I was doing. Everyone's lucky this isn't a visual art form right now. Like a Periscope or a Facebook Live? Yeah, we've tried the Periscope and it distracted us far too much. Far too much. Um, do you have a sponsorship this week? Yeah, you're a word? part of it with me. Really? <sighs> well, why don't we get into it? This is the sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So, okay. I know we've spoken about Laundry Wars. Yeah. So this would be Laundry Wars 2016 part 352. Oof. So, my thing is, okay, two things. I, in general, hate doing laundry, right? That's one thing. I would yes. rather buy new clothes than have to do laundry. Bonus points again, and what? I should get a special treat for helping you out with laundry on, on the weekend. Yeah, but I forced you to because I couldn't lift anything, and then you gave me your laundry. Well, I gave you my laundry. I had two shirts and three pairs well, of underwear. Well, that noise. Anyways, you're the only person I... Don't make that me. You're the only person I know. <laughs> I just... <laughs> <laughs> Don't his Lemur cat. Sometimes John and I, when we put on lights in our rooms, put on when it's lights, lights. Oh yeah. When we turn on lights when it's like super dark, and then we turn on one without the other person being aware. We both make this sound. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> so either oh. way, um, I don't like doing laundry because what? What are you doing? Uh, no, I just I. When one of us makes a witty remark, something's going to go down. Why? Um, what? <laughs> Why are you sabotaging my story? No, I'm not going to. It's I just got to... Pause it. No, 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 no. no. I'm, I found it. Okay. They say what goes up. No, never mind. I don't know. When someone says something witty, something's going to go down. <laughs> <laughs> am, I, am I living in, like, <laughs> a twilight zone? I don't know. Are you? <laughs> what did you just say? I'm not doing this again. Oh no! Fuck. <laughs> Anyways, so God damn it! One of my biggest pet peeves is doing laundry downstairs, which is why we went on a hiatus and started taking our laundry to my parents' place because one, they have this huge, like not industrial size laundry machine but. by any means. But four loads of laundry that John and I would typically do in our building right. would be one load of laundry at my parents' place. Correct. So because we're leaving for vacation on Thursday, and I hadn't done laundry in like three weeks, yeah. I was like, oh, I guess I'll do some laundry. Right. And so Sunday, as per John's story, he checks the laundry to see if it's available for me and then gives me some of his clothes. Yeah. And then we go downstairs. After checking the laundry, we notice that like on the website, like four... Machines yeah, are free. There's four wa- the one thing that's made laundry tolerable mm-hmm. is the fact that there's now a website that says when the laundry and which machines are free and how much right. time is left. So it's the only thing that made me not hate laundry. So you set check the website and it says it's free. There, I said there was four washers free. Right. And we got our asses down there and someone sleuthed in there and took two of them. T- took two. No, wait. Sorry. He took three. There's only one left. One left. And, and I'm there, like, I'm not going to split up my clothes. But so I also mentioned there was three free, but there was five that had that were done, but laundry still in there. Okay. So having said that, this all goes back to like building etiquette. 
Building Correct. etiquette. You do not bring a dog into a laundry room. You, you do, do not, not bring a bird into the <laughs> elevator. Right. You do not, like, remap your entire property based on the dogs. Right. Right. And third, oh, and by, fourthly. By the way, sorry, just mentioning you don't redo property. I'm looking out the window to see the renovations they're doing. Yeah. They used to have all this green grass everywhere. Do they not have just fucking concrete, concrete steps? Concrete everywhere. It's so brutal. They put in steps on like little brick steps. Last time I checked, the earth was dying because there wasn't enough trees around. Exactly. Anyways, so we go downstairs. Somebody took the two machines that we thought were free. Having said that, there were still three other machines that were done, yeah. but the person hadn't come and claimed their shit. Correct. So there was like a laundry basket on one machine and like a bag on the other. And so... My thing is, we were down there possibly waiting for five minutes. And, by the way, who knows how long their washer was done. Because when I went on the website, it was done. Right. Done. It could have been done for, for half an hour and they didn't come down. And so the thing was, was that, now I'm just saying, this is just etiquette. Had I known two people were just waiting to the side yeah. to use the laundry machines I had, although this wouldn't happen, had no, tardily left my stuff in. No, we ain't tardy. Right. I would apologize and quickly get my stuff out. Yeah, I would be like, oh, sorry, here, this will be yours. Yeah. What happened? This one chick, literally, as if she was pulling one fucking sock out at a time, pulls, like, her shit so slowly out into a laundry basket, then loads it into a washing or dryer, then still leaves all her shit on top. Leaves all her shit on top. So it's like... What are you doing? What are you doing? Like her, then, I think her purse was on top purse there. Purse was on top, the laundry, laundry basket. Then the two other machines, the guy who she's with, is also emptying the stuff and leaving his shit on top. Right. So you can't really do anything. And now I'm worried somebody else is going to swoop in and steal these machines yeah. who are clearly like just a little bit more, um, what you would call it, ag- not aggressive, but yeah. just like more assertive than we are about this. And so oh, they I finally like reluctantly move their stuff. And they didn't say, like, oh, sorry, here you guys go, it's all yours. And the girl's, like, on her phone. Yeah. That's what actually pissed me off yeah. more. So like, get off your phone. You see us standing right next Thank to these you. Washers. And, yeah, they should have came down because it clearly wasn't, like, it ended and then 10 seconds later they no. came down. It had been a while. It and had yeah, been a like, while. They should have came down like, oh, sorry, guys, we'll get this out of your way right away. So to me... Which is what I would have said. But not, I know it would have been that situation. It's not the action of even leaving their stuff on the machine and taking a long time. It's the indifference to coming down yep. and then being on the phone when you know we're fully fucking waiting. Exactly. So that's my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. That was such a good sponsorship. You know what it gets? This is what your sponsorship gets. Fuck. It did not work. Hold on. This is what your sponsorship... God damn it. This is what your sponsorship gets. Anyways. You're lose my shit. So, why don't we recount the week? Yes, please. So, we've had a pretty action-packed week. Um, obviously, a lot of fun things are happening right before we leave for SF. Mm-hmm. Um, concerts, some parties, like art shows, screenings, movies. Right. Like, a ton of fun stuff. So, I don't yeah. know where you want to begin. Uh, let's begin with just chronological order i guess so tuesday, tuesday we didn't do anything tuesday. i don't think we did anything besides watch bachelor in paradise which was very good very good yeah wow. you okay there yeah. i'm still i still think we should do in the next season of the bachelor do a, like a separate bachelor podcast oh and just do sure. like a 20 minute episode just like because i would love to go into bachelor in paradise yeah but i'm just thinking like, like go on the show no 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 who go, would you pick 
To bang? Yeah. Out of the guys? Or no, girl? the girl. <laughs> or guys. Why didn't you go there first? Uh, who do I... <laughs> who would be your choice? Um, so for those of you guys who don't watch Bachelor in Paradise, it's basically all the runner-ups yeah. on from the Bachelor and Bachelorette from the most previous, like, um, whatchamacallit, yeah. the previous seasons, yeah. who get thrown on an island and you basically alternate per week who gets yeah. to choose their significant other and gives right. them a rose and the people who are left over who don't get a rose get kicked off and then new people come on so i've only watched what is it one season of this or two two you've watched every season of bachelor in paradise isn't there only two seasons of yeah yeah so i've watched both and yeah. so it's great because it's all the seasons of the bachelor i've watched with people yeah. on it so it's pretty funny um, what you call it? It's basically the only reality TV we actively tune into. Yeah, like it's like Breaking Bad, where I watch it the night of. The we night have of. To, yeah. So it's so funny. So out of the girls, which girls would you want? Or uh, guys? Because you went there first. Guys for sure, Nick. Obviously, okay, he's the best looking one. Yeah. There. Although I'm like, I think he has. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Uh, oddly enough, you know who I kind of like is the crazy Ashley Eye chick. Although she has too what? much makeup. I feel like she's had work done. I think she has. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I'm trying to think. I, I don't really like any of them. The one I don't mind, but I actually don't like her attitude is Carly. Because oh, she's yeah. too, like... She's the narrator. I'm so quirky. Like, I know. Why does all these things happen to me? Yeah, I know. It's I'm like, just going to talk shit about everyone. Then people don't like me. <laughs> but I think she's, she's cute because she's more just like a natural... Natural person. She's not too, like, caked up makeup. Yeah. Type shit. Cake the Cake makeup. Cake makeup. <laughs> so I don't mind her. Okay. Um, don't the, the one my favorite all time favorite who's never been on would be Andy Dorfman. I like yeah, but her. she wrote that weird tell all book. Oh, I know. Did and you end up finding it for me as an audio book? They do have an audio book. So guess who what? I might get you for um, my plane ride. Your plane ride. I yeah. just want to hear her talk about Nick. Nick, yeah. Yeah, baby. Who's your favorite? Though? Obviously, Nick. Nick, yeah. Um, he's like one of my favorites. I still follow him on Instagram. Yeah. But then I'd also think Chad, Chad Bear. Chad. Obviously, Bear. I'm yeah. sad he's not on it anymore. But apparently, I read he's gonna be on that stupid Ben and whatever show. What? Yeah. Why would he be on that? He has no affiliation with those two. Because he's entertainment. That's so weird, though. Okay. Uh, anyway, I feel like we should move on yeah. because there's only about six people who are really yeah. into this. We'll do our own Bachelor podcast totally. later on. So uh, Wednesday, Wednesday was a pretty big day. Wednesday continues at the Sting Concert Month. Concert Month. Dun, dun, dun. So, yeah, what concert? Did we go to a concert a week or so ago? Of course we did. How did we see? I don't remember. <gasps> so. No, I, I know Wednesday, but I meant before that. Was this the first one? No, Tragically Hip was the first one. Oh, yeah, one. that's right. How did I um, that? So, yeah. on Wednesday, first and their last one. What? Because it was like the week of their last tour. First, last, only one. What song is that? That's a song I just made up. Okay. And you know you like the songs I make up. Not at all. Benjamin mm. does. <laughs> all right. Um, okay. So on Wednesday was what Toronto affectionately calls Beatles 50 okay. in T.O. And so what that was was August 17th, 1966. The Beatles actually played Maple Leaf Gardens. Oh, word. Which is now our Loblaws and Ryerson Arena. Yeah. And so John and I obviously go there to do grocery shopping and everything. Yeah. But like for a few and months. And to be seen. What? <laughs> and to be seen. Obviously. Um, but leading up to last Wednesday, 
around the city, I kept seeing these like Beatles 50 banners hanging from everywhere and then billboards on the gardener okay. and whatnot. I'm like, what is this about? And so obviously John and I weren't around in 1966, but the no. Beatles happened to be like one of my favorite top three bands of all time. Yeah. And so I like them. You like them, but not to the same degree I do. No, and I'm so, a Beach Boy kind of guy. Yeah, which I'm also a Beach Boys kind of girl. Yeah. But um, which would be a good song name. Yeah. Is that a bell? <laughs> right. So, did it finally work for you? Yes. Can so you that, listen to my stories and not fiddle, I'm listening to you just talking about 65 years ago, 50 years ago, in 1966, the Beatles played Loblaws for the first time. Anyways, so, Beatles 50 and T.O. was supposed to be a recreation of what that concert was in yeah. 1966. Right. So, they hired Classic Albums Live, which is this great... Um, authentic music experience where there's like session artists who recreate those um, concerts. Right. And so the one thing that I like about um, Classic Albums Live is they're not like hokey recreation sets. They're like true authentic musicians who just pay homage to the music. They don't try and do anything differently or dress up in hokey costumes or anything. Yeah. So I bought us tickets and then one of my bandmates, Rob and his girlfriend, yeah. also wanted to come. So the four of us actually went to Beatles 50 and T.O. It was a double date. <laughs> Is that what you call it? I never yeah. consider us going on double dates. You came, you know how many people would love to go on a double date with us? Most people, people try. People are lining up around the place. Obviously. So many people want to go on double dates. But no, dates. I don't There's consider, obviously, but I don't consider us too. going on, I don't, okay, there's two things. When you and I go out to places with other couples, I don't consider it like a double date. P.S. I like the way you're reaching around the microphone. I can't see right you. <laughs> you put it like right in my face button. Um, so either way, we went to Red's. For yeah. dinner first, which was awesome. And then we had the most, like, obscure conversation with Rob and his ideas about global warming. Carbon footprints. Carbon footprints, which I thought was always really interesting. I know, but I actually liked having those conversations. Like, Yeah, but how are we going to do a podcast if we ever live off the grid? Um, Although, we would be... Morris code. Yeah. <laughs> you know how important this podcast would be if aliens or something attacked let's mm -hmm. just say that mm -hmm. and all people have is just like internet because obviously radio's towers are down yeah you know how important it would be if we were broadcasting from a bunker being like you know what guys we're still alive yeah we're doing our best to re 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 um uh <laughs> do something <laughs> are, are you drunk <laughs> john literally burst out laughing at his own failed joke we're doing our best to um, we're doing our best to repopulate the world. Oh my God! Are you doing the Tim and Sid sound effect? I found a soundboard. So. Oh God! Was it? <laughs> that was Chewbacca. <laughs> now you should do the sand people. I don't have sand people, but what I do have is. Mm, get over here, girl. That's so good. We have to put that in at a point where it makes ah. sense. Ah! Sorry, that's trying an trying to sabotage me. No, that was an ad. Just turn it off! <laughs> <laughs> turn it off! <laughs> You're always trying to sabotage me. Why don't you even bother? You know First what? of all. I would love to gain... First of no, all. No, stop sabotaging me. I would love to gain back my Mondays. Don't give me that face. First of all, how many compliments have I paid you in the last 22 minutes? Have you actually paid me? Six compliments. Fuck that noise. Please continue. 
So, either way, we are having a great double date conversation, if you will, at Red's. Um, if I keep it up, it's just going to be a two and you. Huh? <laughs> if I keep this up, it's just going to be two people and you, because I won't be invited. <laughs> that was a pure accident. I wish I held it up to the microphone. Put your phone away, John. So then we go to the show, and obviously, like, as per John and I going to, like, the Beach Boys, um, any tour that they do, we're always almost the youngest people there in attendance. Yeah. And so what was crazy about the Beatles 50 at Maple Leaf Gardens was there were some original um, fans who were there who actually saw the Beatles perform at Maple Leaf Gardens who came back in attendance Fair to, to say see a couple it. old birds were there. Yeah. And so when the band was like, who's here in 1996 or 1966, a fair I, amount of people started cheering. people like, oh, we were here. <laughs> Did you... They all started um, stomping their canes like... I know. They're all so old and crotchety looking. It was so depressing. Um, have you ever seen a concert at Maple Leaf Gardens? Uh, concert, no. Have I seen a wrestling event? Hell yes. How old are you? I had to be no more than the age of eight. And okay. I came and saw your Sergeant Slaughter's, mm-hmm. your Hulk Hogan's, your boy Andre the Giant may have been yeah. there. Uh, it was a fantastic. So like, I saw yeah. Sync there with Lil, I think when we were 15. Ooh. And so, yeah, like 30 years, or 30, <laughs> wow, how old yeah. am I? Did I go to you're, the first show? You're lucky I don't go back into last week's podcast and find you find the clip of you sassing me about my math skills and just drop some knowledge on you right there. You were consistently bad at math through that whole podcast. I told you, I literally, grade 11 math. I literally just corrected myself in yeah. one second of saying my incorrect statement. Okay. Anyways, so this concert was... Um, in memory of the sixth date, the Beatles' final tour took place at Maple Leaf Gardens in Toronto, and it was their only Canadian stop on the tour, which is pretty cool. But it wasn't their first ever show here, right? No. Okay. So the first took place at 4 p.m. and was seen by 15,000 4 p.m.? Yep, and was seen by 15,000 people, and the second show began at oh, 8 p.m. Two that day. And was attended by 17,000 people. So... Um, what you call it? Yes. Did they open up more seats, or did just three thousand people? Not I guess show that's up? how many people came. That I'm seems not sure. Weird. But this was actually really cool when I read about this earlier. Support acts for the tour were such acts as the Remains and the Ronettes. Do you know remember know, the Ronettes? The Ronettes, I know, because your boy Phil Spector and uh, ding, Brian ding, Wilson. Ding. Yep. But the Romains, I don't know. Romaine Lettuce. No. Let me look uh, up a song. Romaine. No. Do you do you know the Romains? The remains, not romains. <laughs> <laughs> the remains. Yeah. So then some of the set list from that concert was... Um, from the Beatles. Yep. The Beatles standard set not throughout the, the tour was rock and roll music, She's yep. a Woman, If I Needed Someone, Day Tripper, Babies in Black, I Feel Fine, Yesterday, I Want to Be Your Man, Nowhere Man, Paperback Rider, and I'm do- I'm Down. Okay. And so the crazy thing was, yeah. and I mentioned this to you because you're not as a, a huge Beatles fan as I am, no. was that so many of the Beatles songs from early on are like three minutes and under. Yeah. And so a lot of the songs back then I found were. Totally. They were, so yeah, sorry, how no. do you feel like a three hour, like the Tragically Hip did yeah. two and a half hours almost, right? Yeah. The, I, the Beatles set list, the first one is only like 11 songs. So, and it went but, like... 
back, 35 minutes. Back in 1966. This is mm-hmm. what I think we all remarked about. Yeah. So they, their whole set was just, what, 11 songs? Yeah. Which was like a half an hour, 40 minutes? Yeah. That's all they did. Yeah. Like, could so, you imagine going to see, what's the biggest band right now? Let's just say you went to go see Adele. Yeah. At Maple Leaf Gardens, and she only performed for 40 minutes. I know, which is crazy, because... I guess it's a different time. It's but a different time, the, completely. In 1966, how many albums did the Beatles have? They had a lot, or a lot of music, right? I don't think so. Well, 1964, they came out, so yeah, like oh, a few. Oh, they only came out in 64. Yeah. But I'm assuming they had more than 11 songs. So here is a clip. Just pause for a second. So here is a clip I found from the 1966 show from oh, Maple Lord. Leaf Gardens. Sounded like screaming from those gals. Trying to see. It's like nonstop cheering. So, the one thing that I thought was crazy from the show, and obviously we saw like a, um, what you want to call it, a recreation band, but the audio in Maple Leaf Gardens, I thought that the sound person was either riding it too high that. The voices sound tinny, right. or whenever we go see wrestling or concerts there, yeah, um, everybody's screaming and there's like just loud music and stuff right. that you don't think about the acoustics in Maple Leaf Gardens. Well, I think Maple Leaf Gardens first and foremost is a sports arena, right? Yeah. So it's more about they could care less about sound. I don't. But even I mean, know. ACC is the same. Yeah, but ACC, it's again, it's primarily a basketball and hockey arena. Yeah. Concerts are secondary. It's like they're building it more for like, okay, people watching hockey and basketball. Let's yeah. get good seats. It's not like you're going to like Massey Hall or like yeah. that's a concert hall. So either way, my I had a blast at the show. I was like exactly like you two to be where I knew every single song. Right. And so I was just really excited to see what the composition of it looked like. And kind of like Brian Wilson for the Pet Sounds tour, there's like 15 people on stage performing. Yeah, that was cool. Just because some of the songs are more interesting intricate and i thought their harmonies were great so on the fast bender scale i give i give beatles 50 9 out of 10 9 out of 10 yeah damn daniel damn daniel i'm gonna give it um and i'm rounding up 8.1 whoa just how many songs did you realistically know uh well i was showing you all the big hits from let's just say from their their actual set list of, of the show from 50 years ago. Yeah. Um, how many songs? They did 11 songs. I'd say I knew like 70%. Okay. I just like, I didn't know the name of certain songs. Yeah. But I'm like, I know this song. Yeah. It, it was good. The only, they were really good. The only issue I had was, what was it, like a two hour show? Yeah. They played, obviously they played the first set, mm-hmm. and then which was maybe 35 minutes. Yeah. Then they took almost a 30-minute hiatus. I know, that's a little weird. And then they came back and played for another 35, 40 minutes. Yeah. I was like, I would have liked a bit more 
plain and a little less yeah. hiatus or intermission. They could have taken like a 20 minute. 20 minute break. It's like you're not jumping around. You're not actually performing. I get it could have been for the old birds and guys to go like buy food and drinks <laughs> yeah. and stuff. But I'm like, that just seemed a little excessive. Yeah, I think it's also like the one thing that made me laugh was that John Tory, who was apparently at the 1966 show, right. who's our Toronto mayor now, yeah. he did like an opening like commentary to the show and just spoke yeah. about like Beatles 50 in general in Toronto. Right. And then they showed pictures on the screens beside the stage before the band came on, but then that was it. Yeah. I thought they should have showed pictures from, like they should have asked people to submit their pictures or something. That was a cool idea. Right? So you see the actual Beatles, because it's always weird to cheer for like, Old guys you've never heard of? Yeah, because you're, you're not cheering for, like, the real band. Yeah. Right? You're cheering for, like, backup musicians. Yeah, I didn't like the drummer. He hammed it up way too much. Oh, really? Like, every time this song was done, he'd stand up and, like, pump his arm. Oh, my, like, I couldn't see over the dude in front of me. Oh, I felt bad. He should, we should have switched yeah. seats. One of my favorite things that happened, though, with the audience was that, like, two rows behind us. I think I tapped you when this happened. Yeah. There was this person who was, like, younger, like, maybe a bit older than us, and then, like these two old people behind you. Yeah. And so out of nowhere, the younger person like taps the old guy on the shoulder and is like, you're such a square and really? like makes the hand gesture. And the guy's like, excuse me. He's like, she's like, why aren't you dancing? You're such a square. Oh my God. And so I, if I was the guy who was like the older gentleman, I would have been like, bitch, please yeah, step like, back. Calm, right. Calm, calm your ass. ass. And so I think his wife didn't know what to do with that. Cause she was kind of dancing. Right. But he was just kind of like sitting there. Yeah. So that was it. That yeah. was my funny part. Yeah, it was funny. I did like it. I was glad we did it. It was interesting. Mm -hmm. There was a few songs. I need to get more. I definitely have Beatles on my iPod. Yeah. But yeah, the original set list that they played, there were a lot of songs I kind of knew them. Like, oh, yeah. this song's really good. Like, what's that one longer song? Oh, Golden Slumbers. Golden Slumbers. That yeah. Was, what's the one song you said that has your favorite bridge? Oh. I remember things. I remember the song's called, but I remember you, you said this yeah, is your favorite Yeah, Babies in Black. Yeah, that's really good. It's so good. They did a lot of stuff off Backbeat. But yeah, yeah so either way, Wednesday was awesome. It was also great because the venue was so close to our house. Oh, that's the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah. So wait, before I move on, I found the remains on iTunes. Okay. No, number one song's called Why Do I Cry. Okay. Let's listen for like 15 seconds. Go. And give an impulsive review of whether or not we like this band. Okay. And if they're worthy Would of Would 2016 of us or like, or the 1966 uh, version of us? Either one. Okay. Just us right now. Okay. 2016. Let's say it's 2016 and... No, let's say it's 1966. Okay. So. Well, I don't know. Let's just, say, let's just see what we think. Okay. Okay. Why Do I Cry by The Remains from the re album The Remains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So my exact idea of them is that they sound like the, 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 the Ruddles who sound the, like yeah. the Beatles. <laughs> it just, yeah, it reminds me of, you've seen Wayne's World, right? Yeah, yeah. And when they go to like that first concert hall or something, yeah. and Wayne's like, who's playing? He's like, the shitty Beatles. He's like, are they any good? He's like, nah, they suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they sound like the shitty Beatles. The but shitty Beatles. As soon as that song came on, we both started like dancing totally. around. Totally. The one thing I do like is that. So, and I need Ruddles. you to watch this movie. Have you? Do you know the Ruddles? Um, kind of. So the Ruddles were 
uh, poser band of the Beatles, right. but they actually had like a legitimate music career. Oh. And so I think instead of the song Help, their yeah. song was called Shout, oh. right? But there was like one brown Beatle who was like the George Harrison. Really? But they look like they were in the era, I think, of Sgt. Pepper. Okay. Either way, either way. I like the Bibbles. The Bibbles? <laughs> so the one thing I like, which I'm like, it's always funny when your bandmate and your three-year-old nephew reference the same thing that your boyfriend hasn't seen. So Rob was like, oh, I just showed my girlfriend Stacy the movie Help, which is great, and it's one yeah. of my favorite movies of all time. Right. And it's basically following the Beatles in their, like, Please Please Me era, where Ringo has this, like, giant ruby ring, and then he's, has like, somebody's trying to steal it back, and he's, like, sacrificed. Oh, damn. Um, so it's pretty cool. Then, like, fast forward three days later, my three-year-old nephew also tells John about the same movie. Yeah, He's eerie. watched it, and I was like, I do feel like Benjamin's an old soul, but yeah. I just love that he has such, like, a great sensibility of music. Oh, for sure. But I do want to show you this movie because it's hilarious. Yeah, why don't we watch it? We should watch it. So that was the Beatles adventure. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. What happened to you on Thursday? Oh, my God. What didn't happen to me on Thursday? So I went to work, and then on Thursday I had... Tiny violin. Give me, give it to me. Wait, now uh, I should have just had this queued up. Um, say, say that sentence again. What didn't happen to no. me? Oh, so you went, I, went to work. I went to work. Anyway, I'm goddamn soundboard. <laughs> so, so many goddamn ads. Let's right. do air horns. So then, Over um, what you call again. it? I haven't met or I haven't hung out with my friend D in a while, who also sings. Sometimes in our band. These Carmen nuts? I know. Right? And so Daniela and I went to one of my favorite coffee houses in Toronto. She was on the podcast. She was on the podcast from like an episode way long ago. Called Dano and the Man in the Morning. There you go. Well done, dude. Maybe three, four Three seasons ago? Four, maybe. Season nine, I think. So either way, we went to one of my favorite cafes in the city. It's called Deneen Cafe. Yeah. And so it's really cool when you get there because it looks like you're in Europe, which I love. Oh, damn. Right? So, like, the actual um, furniture that they use and the way, like, they've tiled the place and just, like, all of the design in general just kind of doesn't feel like Toronto, let alone Toronto on Young Street. Oh, that's what's up. So we ended up going out for coffee after work, which was great. Unfortunately... The venue was closing rather early, what? and so I still had another party to go to at 8.30. First of all, this is like bullshit St. Lawrence Market where it's like they're not open on Sunday. I know. It's like you just drive away business. Why is a coffee shop closing at 7? Thank you. And so this is where I'm like, oh, maybe you're better for it because they probably make a killing. But they can make even more money. I know. And so it's so silly. So either way, we had to leave, and I'm like, what do I do? Because if I go home... I'm definitely not going to go out. Right. And it was another friend's um, going away party or whatever because she left our old work as well. Okay. And so I remember from the previous day, Rob was saying that he was um, going to a friend's art show. Correct. And he's like, hey, if you want to come, you and John, you should swing by. And I was like, well, I have a party in what I thought was right beside where his art show was, but it was in the exact opposite side of the city. Yeah. So from the coffee shop, Danielle and I took the subway all the way up to, like, Bloor and Christie. And then I went to the art show by myself, which cool. was, like, totally chill. It wasn't, like, a big space. It was just basically, like, 
the first floor of a townhouse with like paintings on the walls and then like a beer bottle installation. And so the cool thing was was that the artist he did was he labels. Formerly known as Prince. No, hold on, I'll find it. So the art show was called Ghost Pieces. Okay. And so the artist, who is Rob's friend, is named Jason Govea. Mm. And he creates art and designs products shaped by traditional storytelling. Okay. And so one of them was called The Last Sip Society. And it's a work of fiction dealing with supernatural themes. Cool. And so the one thing that I thought was cool is that... He basically had this, like, table of beer bottles where he created the labels, but then wrote stories as to, like, what their, like, if their name was, like, Old Yeller. He wrote, like, instead of ingredients, he wrote, like, the story behind Old Yeller and designed the label. Isn't that the dog that got shot behind the farm? Probably. So, yeah, so either way. Do you have a story about the littlest hobo? No. road again? So, um, that was cool. That's and dope. then the one thing I love, which actually reminded me of that one like hidden party we went to a year ago for Danny, yeah. was that the DJ, you would have fucking died. It was so fierce. The DJ oh, that word? they had spinning the stuff was this Jason dude's um like cousin or something. Oh. And he basically was like spinning hip hop and funk. Oh yeah. But like was on par with Dahlia's, like, crew as DJs. Like, it was that good. That's pretty fresh. And so I said to Rob, I'm like, I'd almost want to stay just to listen to the music. Just to hear the big tunes. Yeah. And so the guy who, Jason, the artist, he basically looked off somebody, he looked like somebody who would be on that show Noisy. Noisy? Yeah. That's cool. So I thought it was really cool. I ended up buying, like, one of his, like, $2 postcard prints, which I thought were really awesome. Um, and then from there... Do you know what my favorite quote about art is? What? What is art? Are we art? Is art art? <laughs> Lisa Turtle. <laughs> so, either quote. way, um, yeah. after that... You had more after that? Yeah, I went to another Damn, party! Dude. So, after that, I ended up um, hauling ass on the subway to go to Queen East mm. to go meet um, all of... Not all, some of my old work colleagues... Um, at the place called the Duke. Oh, okay. Right? And Duke, so... Duke, 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 Duke of Earl. Earl. Oh. <laughs> what were you saying? I'm just going to keep saying Duke. Have you and not heard Duke of Earl? I think that Duke song scares me. I first, when I was a younger boy, let's say from your age five to nine, mm-hmm. I predominantly listened to 1960s music. Except the Beatles. Yeah, except the Beatles. <laughs> because I used to listen to compilations. Duke of Earl. <laughs> Or the remains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because my mom's... My the, mom's. <laughs> <laughs> my mom yeah. ma, used to... She loved, like, 60s music and mm-hmm. uh, all that. So I used to listen to a lot of that. So, like, Duke of Earl is one of the uh, first... Anyways, keep going. No, I was the same as you. On in When I was growing up before I was allowed to go out on Saturday night mm. um, in my parents' place. I don't know if you guys had this in your house. I was What's looking that? for this on your walls, but your house is more renovated than mine. Yeah. Did you guys have, like, a radio that would play all throughout your house? Uh, no, we did not have that Like at an all. intercom? No. Okay, so at my parents' house, we had an intercom that would right, play throughout. Off. I don't know. <laughs> it was, like, an intercom that plays, like... 
throughout your whole house. Like money bags. <laughs> Not money bags. We only grew up in Canada, Ontario. You know we can't that... all live in Mississauga. Whoa, all right. Living down an old Indian burial ground. Too scary. Maybe he left the radio to call, to like... Frankie. Frankie. So the radio would play throughout our whole house. Oh, cool. But, um, but she would call it. And this is like 1990s. Someone's this hooking is that like shit the up. 80s. Who's hooking, who hooked that shit up? I don't. It was in our house when I got when I was born. When you bought the house, it was already in there. I think so. Or like, oh. So either way, the radio was in the kitchen, but then there was an intercom. Yeah, an intercom. Oh my! So what, you, you guys also like have talk. an elevator in there. No, we didn't have an elevator. So <laughs> she had one of those laundry chutes that would like <laughs> go down from the top floor of the basement. No, oh, no, those no. were so dope. Okay, so either way. By the way, did you ever watch Radio Free Roscoe? Can you stop sabotaging me? I was, I was gonna say after you were finished all these Thursday stories. Yeah. I should get more bonus bonus points because I did a fantastic job of listening. Oh, good. That's and good. yesing. But also that's yes, because Andy. you didn't do anything. So oh, what else I do did you do have? one thing which I was gonna tell very quickly. What? So because you're out you already night, sabotaged me. It's oh. gonna be a story I'm gonna tell in less than thirty seconds. Get the timer out, and it's going to end with a funny joke, a funny phrase. 30 seconds or less. In Get, three, tell me when there's 10 seconds, though. No. In three, two, one. So I had the place to myself. You were out for dinner. I had to get my own dinner. So I was like, you know what I'm going to fuck with is Wendy's because I'm loving their chicken uh, fuck, chicken strips. Went there, and I wanted some, a lot of fries. So I said, can I get the chicken strips with large fries because there's only three chicken strips? And I got a, got it, and it came with a large Coke, which I can only describe as embarrassingly large, and that's my story. Boom! That is the dumbest story ever. I just very much enjoyed the phrase embarrassingly large. <laughs> that is, you're lucky you're not embarrassingly large. No, just large. <laughs> and in charge. Um, so either way, <laughs> That would be a great time for the air horns. <laughs> or the... So either way, we ended up, um, what you call it, I had to go to this other party for 8.30. Wow, just popular, Miss Popular. I invited you to Grew up in a house with a radio and... Okay, can I tell all my stories? Basically, the house with the radio. The radio in my parents' place. They used to listen to CHFI FM 98. Magic 100 for me. Right? Okay. Or Oldies 1310. So basically... you guys have Oldies 1310? I don't know, but on Saturday nights on CHFI, they used to do an Oldies section. So from about 8 p.m. till midnight, people would call in and request all these like creepy old songs. Yeah. And so like I feel like that mm, the, remains, hear the remains exactly the remains would play. And so I'd always get creeped out because when my parents were out, I used to sleep in their bed till they came home. Yeah. And then I would leave that radio on, but then the creepy voices would start Jesus. coming out. So either way, I don't know what the point of that story two, was. Two two things, and they both complement your stories. So. And one's going to involve you. Do you, I, Oldies 1310 yeah. was the radio station in Ottawa, now I remember. And it was yeah. what my mom usually listened to on the radio, and that's yeah. why I listened to a lot of 60s music. Yeah. Do you remember, you said, what What did you listen to? CHFI FM 98. Even though I haven't listened to Oldies 1310, it hasn't been around in probably 20 years, I still remember, like, their jingle. Do you remember yours? What any of, mm. So this was what theirs was. It's very no. simple. Oldies 1310... I don't know, C-H-F-I. 
FM 98. I think that is it. Right? And, um, and the other real quick story, because, again, I'm a good listener, mm-hmm. and yesing, like they say in improv, mm-hmm. when I was in college and I lived uh, second year with a fat guy who threw up everywhere, mm-hmm. fat ginger, he would be like, I can't sleep unless I listen to the radio. Mm-hmm. He used to listen to... I can't remember the guy's name now, but he listened to talk radio. Mm-hmm. And this might be why I listen to podcasts. Yeah. Because it's like I had a traumatic experience. He would listen to this. It would be this sci-fi show that would be on from new or midnight till 2 in the morning. Uh. And so it would just be like just creepy stories of me trying to sleep in this guy. Like I remember distinctly one night being like, we're going to do a live exorcism on this radio show. Oh, my God. And I like wanted to shit myself. That's fucking scary. Yeah. So Not fierce. either way, I'm... Going on the streetcar now um, from Queen Subway Station all the way into Queenies into Leslieville. And I get a phone call from friend of the podcast, Alistair, who's oh, made many a cameo um, on the podcast. And I haven't seen Al in like three months, right? If not four months. So about, so, about as long as a, your last tweet? Yeah. Well, no, longer. It's, it's my last all the tweet. listening I'm doing. I should get prizes. Sure. <laughs> well, no, I should get some special treat. Oh, okay. Should I make dinner for you then? Which should I? Should yeah. I just let you starve to death? What do you want? Some of my old like French toast for dinner? <laughs> do you do you keep it in storage? <laughs> like, like we all know, you're a fantastic cook. Best obviously. burger I've had in the last year. Since Thank your you. last tweet has been your burger. Thank you. So either way, Alistair's like, hey, what are you doing? And I'm like, hey, I'm going to a party. Do you want to come? And so I invite him to come meet me at the Duke where I'm meeting up with all of my other like old work colleagues. Mm. And so some of these people I haven't seen in over a year and a oh, half. Word. And so the one thing Longer that, than your last tweet. Longer than my last tweet. And so it was crazy. So I get into the Duke and it was so nice to see like... Former people and then new people who still work at the said location and everything. For sure. And so it was great. But then it was like this old man who controlled... It's a karaoke bar. Oh. So we were all on the patio. And at about 9.30, we all go inside because they want to start karaoke. And so we're like, it's our friend Sharon's going away party. And so we're like, what song should we sing? So me... Scrivens, who's in the band. You tell me you did karaoke? I only did one song, but then I got in trouble. Independent Women. No. See, I wanted to. Kate and I wanted to. So me, Scrivens, Kate, and who was there? Uh, Craig, and I think that was it. We all get on stage, and I was like, oh, we should do My Sharona, and they just changed the lyrics to My Sharona, or nice. whatever, right? And so we did that. However, the old crotchety man that actually runs the karaoke machine he like disappeared and gave us one mic for four people that was so turned low this guy so i ended up like re-rigging his whole set and then i got in trouble and kicked off stage (laughs) (laughs) so that was pretty fun and then i was like oh man but it was really cool because alistair actually knew some of those people without me saying it because he had friends of friends right and so it was cool we ended up hanging there much later than i thought we would um because i thought i was gonna get home at 10 yeah and then i got home i think at like 11 30 for sure and so it's like oh i'm so sleepy but it was so nice like obviously to see everybody was also nice just to see al again and even though it's a different crew yeah it was like okay i managed to do three parties in one day i like that story Mm -hmm. that sounds like a very fun uh thursday night yeah uh should we move on to the next topic yeah Uh, i'm trying to think do you want to talk (laughs) you You want to do film review? 
Oh, yeah, 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 sure. Go for it. So, over the weekend, I'll just put them both together, because one, we didn't see all of it. Yeah. So, we saw two movies on the weekend. On Saturday, even though we were supposed to go to Chudley's farm, Yeah. all I want to do is go to Chudley's. But I was saying, because you want to go apple picking, these kinds of things you want to do in the fall. That's because strawberry picking's out of commission. Yeah, but you want to do these like mid to late September, early October. Okay, so here's the deal. All I wanted to do was take our three-year-old nephew to Chudley's farm. Yeah. I also just wanted to take my three-year-old nephew to Marine Land. Yeah. Right? But it's like, if you're going to Marine Land, are you part of the problem? What? Well, you know, like blackfish, all this shit. What the hell are you talking about? You don't know what blackfish is? The whole thing is, like, what's the big... Uh, sea World, is it Sea World in San Diego? Yeah. The whole thing is like the that mid- was so much fun. My parents took me. Yeah, there. but okay, you clearly don't know what's going on at these places, right? Like wow. the just the horrific treatment of like the killer whales and like any of the big mammal fish, whatever. They're I know mammals. they're different things. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying the mistreatment, whether it's a mammal or fish, a big fish, a big mammal, small mammal. Yeah. I know what I'm saying. Okay. They, so on. it's called blackfish. Could you Braces. could you say that one anymore? So it's called blackfish. <laughs> like blackfish. Blackish fish. <laughs> so it's basically just how they don't treat the killer whales, like the main attractions, very well. Like they take them out of captivity. And they call it black mammal. Because <laughs> what has a better ring to a black mammal? Yeah, but what's more fish? accurate against the actual well, the, cause? I don't know. I haven't seen the thing. Are you sure this is a thing? So, here, you look it up. I'll look it up while you tell your damn story. I'm going to tell my damn story. So, the thing is, do you think if you're a killer whale... (laughs) (laughs) What do I think about if I'm a killer whale? (laughs) Killer whales are a good name for a rapper. There's killer Mike, there's killer whale. Yeah, but you spelled the same way as Wale. (laughs) Yeah, killer Wale. So, a killer whale, it's so big, it's living in like a tank, whereas it wants to roam free. So, they just don't treat them well. So that's why a lot of people try to boycott SeaWorlds, Marine Land, because it's like, yeah, should there be killer whales in Niagara Falls? No, they should be like Are in the Great Pacific. Are you Blackfish, the documentary from 2013? Yeah, that's what I said, Blackfish. Okay. Well, that's exactly what I said. Don't try and come off like, what does it say in IMDb? IMDb says the story of Tillycombe, a captive killer whale that has taken the lives of several people, underscores problem within the sea park industry, Man's relationship to nature and how little has been learned about these highly intelligent mammals. So, in essence, I was exactly right. Black. Anyways. Any topic. So, So I'm just saying. Okay, well, I want to take Benjamin to Marine Land. But it goes, it's the same thing as like a zoo where it's like. We don't get to see the elephants because of Bob Barker. No, it's like, do you think an elephant wants to be living in, like, Scarborough, or does it want to be in Africa? Racist! (laughs) I didn't say Africa. (laughs) So, they're either the culture is Mexican or terrorist. What are you saying? That's what you said last week. When did I say? I can fully find the quote where you're like, oh, it's all different types of nationalities Donald Trump states. And I was like, like who? And then you're like, you yeah, know, I, you know the Mexicans like or the terrorists. I wasn't about to get into a other bunch of racist shit. So same. 
<laughs> so you chose to go the route of terrorists. Listen, to marginalize Mexico are some of the hardest working people I've ever met. So who's in the qualitative group of terrorists? It could be anyone. You could be living in uh, Brandon, Ontario, or you could be in um, uh, Iraq. Terrorists are all over the world. Let me ask you, are your people considered terrorists? The the white guy who tried to blow up Union Station's a terrorist. <laughs> he's from Brandon, Ontario. No, he's not. He's from Strathmere. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. A terrorist can be any nationality, any color, any creed, any religious religion. <laughs> and that's the more you know. With your boy Gucci Malin over here doing the damn thing. Dropping um, knowledge on y'all. So either way, I wanted today. to take our three-year-old nephew to Chubley's farm on Saturday, but we couldn't for time constraints. And so I wanted to take him apple picking, but we couldn't. So we ended up taking him to see the feel-good, hearty childhood film, The Secret Lives of Pets. Yeah. And so we actually only stayed for like an hour and ten minutes. Yeah. What did you give that film on the the Fast fast Bender scale? Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fast Benders do you get out of ten, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight because that white boy crazy. Well, since we got there late and left somewhat early, I don't know. (laughs) Like, six? The problem was they had a couple jokes for adults. Yeah. It was But it wasn't as good as Shrek. No, it just... It was adequate. So, The Secret Life of Pets is an animated comedy family film from this year. It's the quiet life of a terrier named Max is um, um, penned with his owner and takes Duke, a stray who Max instantly, <laughs> instantly dislikes. So, one of the things was that the film, Benjamin seemed to love it. Oh, he loved it. But I was paying, trying to pay attention to more who are the voices Yeah. in the film. So I'm like, oh, these all sound like pretty iconic. Well, I was shocked that the main dog was voiced by Louis C.K. And then the second dog Louis. was voiced by Cam from Modern, Modern Family. Yeah. The rabbit is Kevin Hart. Which I'm like, I know that voice anywhere. Totally. Um, Ellie Kemper yeah. was in there as well. From uh, Impossible Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. Whatever the hell that goddamn Isn't it called. Dana Carvey your dad hates? No, he hates um, the 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 guy from Tommy Boy. Oh. What's his uh, face? Da- not Dave Coulier. David Spade. <laughs> yeah. He hates David Spade. Uh, Do not get him started on David Spade. David, Dana Carvey's in it. And I'm trying to think there's one Isn't other. Isn't that wonderful? Uh, there's one other person who is like slightly famous who's in it. Uh, I forgot. Right, Either way. Um, so that's, I give the film like 6.5 out of 10. Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fassbenders do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight because that white boy crazy. Yeah, it was all right. It was okay. Benjamin seemed to like it. There was a funny scene with hot dogs. There's a funny scene where a rabbit shit himself. And Ben seemed to like it the most. Um, however, on Sunday, yeah. before, after doing laundry, or before doing laundry, <laughs> John woke up first and you were watching TV in our family room. And I was like, what are you watching? And I come in, and we literally started watching, like, it was like halfway. Halfway. Halfway through, watching Independence Day, the, the original, original. Right? And it was like, in HD. There can be only one. Yeah. And so, I fucking loved it. Yeah, I was going to watch the whole thing, the whole rest of the film. Yeah. So, I remember seeing Independence Day with Will Smith, um, Bill Pullman, uh, Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum. 
Vivica A. Fox, is that yeah. right? Um, what you would call it? Back when it well, premiered. You thought it was Taraji P. Henson. I did not think it was Taraji P. Henson, you dig dog. you know Taraji P. That's cookie, right? I That's a good it. reference, Paul. Anyways. She's very she, hip. So, are she and Will Smith even, like, the same age? Uh, no, she's a bit younger. Oh, is she? I'm gonna guess mid-30s. Racist. You know, actually, you know what? 41, I think. Sure. Like, now or then? No, not then. She would be like in her sixties. Oh, I'll tell you I this much. Bring me off a piece of that cookie. Anyways, so we were watching Independence. We were watching Day. Independence Day, and we caught it all the way to the part where Bill Pullman gets brought into like a vault to see the aliens for the first time that like Dana from Star Trek captured. Yeah. And so I was literally watching this film as if I'd never seen it before. Well, when was the last time you would have watched Independence? I don't know. Day? Like we never saw the new Independence Day. Nah, Thank it's God. It's supposed to be the biggest piece of shit ever. Right. But it felt like okay, saw it in HD, yeah. which is awesome on the TV. It looked great. Yeah. And then I still love Will Smith. He's basically playing yeah, he's his Suicide Squad character. Yeah. Um, and then Jeff Goldblum is hilarious in it. I actually had a slight crush on Bill Pullman. Well, you know why he, you know who he looks like in that movie? He looks like John Hamm, Don Draper. Yes, he, he does. He, he actually looks a little bit just lighter hair. Well said. But he looks like John Hamm. Which makes me go, run, dude. <laughs> so I was, Get your panties all moist right. and that. Yeah. <laughs> Slide Play off that other hips. song, right? Which song? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> like, oh, now you're all for the soundboard. It's not going to work. Moving on. So, so on the fast bender scale for Independence Day. Well, that sounds pointless, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's why you should have me watch Jurassic Park. Blast from the past. That's what is M- that? That's MSN. So in tasting- Fuck anyway, you, soundboard. Um, so, turn it off. This so either way, um, what you want to call it? I give on the Fassbender scale the resurgence of Independence Day. Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fassbenders do you get out of ten, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight because that white boy crazy. 9.5 out of 10. A word? I love watching it. I actually really like re-watching old films on TV. Like, really good films. Yeah. Right? And like Or like blockbuster hits. Like, Deep Impact, I could watch all the time. Deep Impact? Yeah, that was the better of Leone? Yeah, but that was Morgan Freeman as president? Sign me up. Andy (laughs) Dufresne. Crawled through a mile of shit. (laughs) Andy Dufresne. I hope I get to see my old friend, Andy Dufresne. (laughs) But yeah, so that one, Independence Day, My Girl, like all of those in like 90s films, I feel like I could watch all over again. Yeah, for sure. So... Yes. Yeah, I give about the same. The only issue I have with these movies that make me laugh where it's like their technology of the aliens are so superior and then it shows like a computer the aliens using. It's like DOS or some yeah. shit. <laughs> that's okay. So that's the same thing that Brandon says about watching rewatching Lost. It's the technology uh, isn't the same. No, Lost I can deal with because it's yeah. not like they have like an old like Motorola flip, flip phone. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like... It just makes me laugh because I'm like, Lost, okay, it takes place in 2004. So obviously there's no iPhones back no. then. But it's just like, if you're doing Independence Day and these aliens are superior creatures, yeah, maybe show like, what do I think a computer would look like from the year 4000? Wait, what year? Are we in? <laughs> no, that's right, 4000. Okay. Like It'd tw- be a 200. hologram. Exactly. But meanwhile, it just looks like beta. Yeah. It looks like the computer from Lost. Fine. Oh, that's a fair assessment. You know. Um, On that note, we never actually did last episode... 
our review of Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Do you um, want to add our sting? Spoiler alert. Oh, God damn it. Nah, not really, but we'll see if it's in there. Okay. The following podcast contains spoilers. About- if you don't want plot lines ruined, download previous episodes 1 through 111. Listener discretion is advised. And we'll just do this real quick, and then we'll do a quick uh, baseball review. Yeah. That is the whole week. Yeah. Um, so Stranger Things, one of our new favorite Netflix series. We actually finished it over a week and a half ago. Yeah. And we delayed watching the finale. We delayed watching the finale, much like I did for Friday Night Lights, because I didn't want to say bye to my high school friends for right. Friday Night Lights. And for Stranger Things, I didn't want to say bye to, like, the cute little four, like, eight-year-olds. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the finale of Stranger Things? I thought it was fantastic. I think the... I, like, I would honestly almost give it 9.9 out of 10, if not Is that the series 10. or the finale? Uh, series, I would give a 9.9. Finale, yeah. I'll give a 9.8. Okay. Here's my one issue. Okay, like, wait, hold on. For those of you guys who don't know, Stranger Things is an eight-part miniseries that premiered on Netflix, like, a month ago. Yeah. Right? And it's about a, when a young boy disappears, his mother, a police chief, and his friends must confront a terrifying force in order to get him back. Yeah. And so it stars Winona Ryder and yeah. the dude from the newsroom, David Harbour. Yeah. So I only have two issues with the show. Yeah. And what they're both not really issues. But my one issue is I get that the two creators, the Duffer Brothers. Duffer Brothers. Love 80s pop culture. Yeah. They're obsessed with Stephen yeah. King, John Carpenter, and... E.T., Stand um, By Me, which is Stephen Steven King. Spielberg. So the one... <laughs> No, it's Stephen King. Yeah, Stand e. By Me. Oh, I think he said E.T. No. is Stephen King. E. No. So, obviously, it's an original story. Uh-huh. And I do like the homage to the 80s. Uh-huh. But it's like, it's almost, it's not really an issue, but it's just like, okay. They, they uh, like, the kids walking on the train track. That's Stand By Me. Yeah. Eleven dressing up in a pink dress with a white wig, a blonde wig. That's yes. E.T. Yeah. Anyway, it's not, I don't even know what I'm saying. I love the show. But my one issue was... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I was backpedaling there. Yeah. My one issue was, I obviously want this show to come back, and I think it did get signed on for season two. Yeah, there's no way in hell it wouldn't. Yeah, but I'm like, fuck, the first season was so perfect, and the finale, I won't say anything, the finale definitely sets up a second season. Yeah. But I just wonder if a second season's going to be as good as the first season, because I'm like, this is such a, it's just such a perfect eight episode show. Yeah. I but, don't know. Like, but there were so many unanswered questions. Yeah, but it's like, is the boy is a boy gonna go missing again? This I don't yeah. I don't wanna give anything away if no one's seen it. But we just put the disclaimer so you can say what you want. Okay, then why did um no I won't say anything still. So okay, my thing with the issue my issue with the series is that I liked every episode a ton. Yeah. But then when it got to the season finale, I felt like it kind of like let down a little bit. Really? Yeah. So okay. I didn't like it as much. Okay. Um, and that's for like multiple reasons. I thought some of the ways the story um, unraveled towards the end, like after like the plateau part um, in the school, yeah. I felt like was kind of just like filler writing. Right, right. Right. It was like a last minute like addition and like. Didn't really go anywhere, and there were so many, like, unanswered questions that they just didn't know what to do. Yeah. Kind of like I felt, like, was lost. And yeah. so, afterwards, one of my favorite things to do with any series after we finish um, watching it is go and read so many, like, reviews and, like, articles and just, like, commentary oh, from, shizzle. like, the actual crew. Mm. 
And so I read so many like BuzzFeed and Variety and Hollywood Reporter lists that said like these are the 40 things that are unanswered from Stranger Things. Yeah. Here are like the 30 things you didn't know about Stranger Things. Right. And then it's like here are all the possible avenues the story can go into the future. And so yeah. I love the little kids so much, the Me cast, too. that I hope it stays in that era. Yeah. Right? Because I was reading some things that people thought it was going to go into a prequel. Oh, I don't want I don't that. want a prequel. I want to see those exa- all exactly. the same characters. So I'm hoping Stranger Things Season 2 doesn't turn out like True Detective Season 2, where yeah. the first season was amazing and it had so much hype. Right. And the second season was so bad, the show might be canceled. Yeah, exactly. So, no, I don't think they... I think a lot of people probably learned from True Detective yeah. Season 2, but or it's like... Yeah. Just because you have a good cast... Well, the cast yeah. wasn't even that good. Yeah. But it's like nothing's guaranteed. First no. season's unbelievable. Second season, bombed. Bombed. The one thing I will say, because Stranger Things kind of had the same social media, um, whatchamacallit, like build up and hype that uh, Making a Murderer had. Yeah. Right when we started watching Stranger Things, who got released out of prison? Brandon Dorsey? Dossie? Yeah, Dossie, I think. And you know they're coming back with new episodes of Making a Murderer. Exactly. Yeah. Is it the same story or is it yeah, a yeah, different no, one? Yeah, yeah, no, it's a follow-up <gasps> because of all the things that have happened. Like yeah. him getting released, yeah. new evidence against. Yeah. I still think, you know what, I, I think... What's the main guy who got who's like in jail for it? I forget. So Why do we matter. know the nephew's name more so than the main guy? <laughs> I feel bad for him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I still think the main guy may have done it. Really? Well, the guy's torturing animals. He's whipping his dick out in front of women Ew. and running him off the road. Stephen Avery. Stephen Avery. He wasn't a good guy. No. Whether or not he was a murderer or not. Yeah. But it's like at the same point, it's like it takes a lot of work and a lot of like. Um, cohesiveness to have like a whole police station yeah. frame and no one come out and be like fuck the guilt's killing me yeah like I don't think the cops killed this woman yeah but I do think I'm like would they be covering up for a different murder anyway that's a whole it's a whole different bag of worms I just want to the last thing about Stranger Things is the best interview I read Google Aaron Paul uh, and Millie Bobby Brown, who plays Eleven, yeah. he interviews her. Yeah. Have you read the interview yet? Yes, I did. Was it not like... It was really it's good. It's a really good interview because yeah. Aaron Paul just seems like the coolest guy ever. Yeah, he's pretty badass. And his wife, to a degree, seems super cool. Super chill. She it, always seemed cool prior to this, though. Yeah. But it just seems like... It's just a really fun interview yeah. to read of him interviewing So her. Aaron Paul, for those of you guys who don't remember, he played um, Jesse. Jesse Pinkman on Breaking Bad. Yeah. Uh, so let's quickly just do a quick recap of softball yesterday. Oh. <laughs> So I'm in pain. Yeah. Long story short, we were very short on players last night. Yes. Technically only three. Three. Uh, I came in up. as a ringer. You came in as a ringer, and we had to get a bunch of players from the previous game to fill in for us. Right. Who were super nice. They were super nice. Yeah. So, and they were actually from the team you guys played last week. Yeah. So you were our starting back catcher. <laughs> I've never played back catcher. You've never played back catcher, and you haven't played in about six weeks. Right. Three. You haven't swung a bat in six weeks. Maybe even longer. Yeah. And first of all, first inning, we're playing the team that they're the second best team in the league. Yeah. And they've scored the most runs by far. Like, yeah. they just mash up the ball. First inning, they get a, they're up first. They get a bunch of runs. Maybe, maybe no, maybe four runs. We're holding our no, own. No, it's like three. Three runs. Yeah. Two out, two on. Their best hitter up to the plate. Yeah. There's the guy not crush the ball up in the air straight behind him. Yeah. Bounces off the fence, and it's do or die for you because if you catch the ball and it's yeah. over, if you drop it, you know that guy's probably going to hit a home run. Was so, there people on base? Yeah, just there's guys on second and third. Oh. Two outs. So what happened? 
I caught the ball. You made a huge catch. Anyway. It wasn't just like a fluffer back to you. It went right in the air, bounced off the cage, and you yeah. caught it, right? You did make a valid point where you're like, you never know which way the ball's no. going to go off a cage. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I was super impressed with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll, I will say this too as well. You were playing an unbelievable back catcher. I want to talk about all the good things first. And then Thank I'll talk you. about things that piss me off after. <laughs> of me? No, just oh, in general. Okay. So you almost, by the, by the way, you tried to make so many barehanded plays. <laughs> I don't know why though. That's so stupid. You came so close to making the play of this whole season <laughs> where a guy fouled the ball off really mm-hmm. hard. You take your bare hand try to catch it, it bounces off your hand, bounces off the fence, and you just miss actually catching it. Yeah. It would have been the play of the year. <laughs> so many times people hit the ball, mm-hmm. and they were going to run home, but because we had good throws to the home plate and you caught them, mm-hmm. you prevented runs, right? Yeah, I How did. do you think you feel There's if you did? There's two that I prevented for sure, that I remember being like, holy shit, you did I caught the ball. Catch it. Really but good. that's because you and I pretend to play World Series games at the yeah. park. But it's also, so you trained me. It's not easy because... People are whipping the ball at you as hard as they can. <laughs> they're trying to get the out, right? Yeah. So two of them, I actually got injured and yeah, back to back. So were they from the same person? No. No. No, one of them was from Greg throwing it to you. The other one, I think, were foul tips off Yeah. Of so then one of them, the first one was a foul tip off my shin, yeah. which only started bleeding a little bit. What? It's just a little dot. See? Yeah. Um, what you want to call it? But then it stung like a bitch. Yeah. And so the guy from the other team who kept pitching, yeah. he was on third base and he's like, ooh, that looks like it hurt. And I'm like, I'm fine. And he's like, are you really? And I'm like, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and so I was like, damn it. And then, um, what you want to call it? We ended up, the guy ended up batting up again and he hit a ball and then. Greg, who's on our team, who was on first base, yeah. he like whipped it back to us. Yeah. And then wild throw. Though. It was a wild throw, but it was like pretty low. And I think I went to like scoop yeah, it. Yeah, it bounced. And that's why, because it wasn't a clean throw to you. No. Whipped it and it bounced off the dirt and smacked you and right smacked in the Smacked me oh. right in the wrist. Yeah. And so, like, I was like, motherfucker. And so I was just like, holy shit. So today, my wrist is a little bruised, but it feels just more, like, puffy because my watch doesn't fit properly. Oh, no. Can we ice it? Yeah, we'll ice it again. But, yeah, all day today was a little bit sore. Yeah. But um, this, isn't it kind of a good feeling? Oh, yeah. I also like that I rallied. I also yeah. do feel like I was your best back catcher, the, the games I witnessed. Oh, yeah. So, okay, hold on. Now, can you describe how did I do? I played second base You were base unbelievable. The whole game. You were fucking killing it If you there. remember a few episodes ago, there was a game you missed, right? I said I played crazy good yeah. out of my mind. Yeah. This is, I was on that caliber last night. Yeah. Because keep in mind, this was the best team in the league. Totally. I made this one play. Where it the, was cool. This guy smashed the ball. Yeah. Took a huge hop. I'm on the run. Yeah. Throw my hand up. Get it, whip around, throw it the first, get yeah. the guy out for three outs. And the guy was pissed. He was pissed. He looked like he was the lead singer of the Sheepdogs. I'm yeah, like, you kept calling him Sheepdog. Yeah. Uh, another play, um, line drive to my head, caught it. Obviously, got the out. yeah. And then there was a couple plays. I almost, again, made the play of the day as well, where a person smashed it up the middle. I ran, dove, scooped it up, and mm-hmm. from my knees I threw it. And yeah. I, if I just waited a half a second for a bit more control, yeah. it would have been an out, but yeah. I rushed it and bounced it in the dirt and just missed the out. Yeah. But I played That's okay. You played, played so hard. And your offense was on fleek. Yeah. So they were also, I've actually never seen you hit that hard. Yeah. I crushed the ball. It just sucked because their defense was so good. Yeah. And they, they were out. organized. They were organized. I just want to say again, here's what pissed me off. Uh-huh. 
I mentioned this last week. Because there's no umpires, the pitcher, I'm doing quotes, mm-hmm. is supposed to say to your safe route. Yeah. All their plays when they were up to bat, when it was close plays, they all called them safe. And it wasn't the pitcher. It'd be like the first base. Yeah. Coach. They're like, safe, safe, safe. Yeah. All of our close plays, they automatically called it out. And here's my thing. Go. So your first at bat. Yeah. Uh... Again, I was very proud of you because you were, you were the third hitter because you were there's only two girls. Mm-hmm. First at bat, first pitch, you crush the ball. Yeah. You hit a line drive, but right to the third baseman. Yeah. If he misses it, you got a double for sure. Yeah. So I was like, damn it. I'm like, nothing you can do there. Yeah. He was in a good position. You crushed it. Um, and then the ultimate respect. Your next at bat and all the at bats after that, mm-hmm. what did the fielders do? They stayed in the outfield. They didn't move in. They didn't move in. A lot of times, sometimes, when a girl comes up, people move way in. Yeah. Not one person moved. I saw one person move back. Yeah. Seriously, people were moving (laughs) back. Uh, So I want to get to your one at bat. Uh, And so they they crushed us yesterday, which is whatever. But the thing that pissed me off was in the second last inning, we had two outs. We had had maybe four runs, and they had, like, let's say 28. Like, it was over. You're up to bat with the runner on second and third. Yeah. You hit the ball so hard to the third baseman again on the ground yeah. that he bobbled it. That's how hard yeah. you hit it. And so you're running, hustling, and a run comes in the score, and two outs, they throw it to first base. Yeah. You legitimately, legitimately, because I was standing at first base, yeah. beat it by half a step. Just beat it. Yeah. And they automatically, the guy catches it, and yeah. they run off the field like, fuck yeah, we got the out. And so I was you like, didn't even get to say anything. I couldn't even, because I was there ready to yell, that's safe, yeah. that's safe. They all just instantly ran off. I'm like, first of all, you're kicking our ass, and yeah. you were safe. Second of all, fucking give us the benefit of the doubt and yeah. let you get the hit. Let us score the run. See, but that's what makes me wonder when teams like that are winning by so much. Are they cheating? Well, to me, it's just sportsmanship because even, in, like, the most runs you can score in an inning is eight, yeah. and then it's a mercy rule, and the last inning you can score as many runs as you want. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. So I remember going into the last inning, they're like, all right, guys, it's... um. No mercy rule here. Let's get as many runs as we can. Yeah. We fucking kept them to zero runs in that last inning. I know. Oh, my home's calling. Okay. Hold on. I'll finish this in a second. Sorry, we got a call there from Mom's Malin. Oh. Uh, It's just sportsmanship, right? Like, I remember we had one game early on where we were only up by, like, five runs. And we just kind of did – we kept it at that, right? Like, we just played fairly. So even though this team was full of fairly nice people, it's just shitty plays. Like, fucking give us – the close play. We gave you close plays. Yeah. Or at least let us call safer out. You yeah, know, we should get the- to. It's just like that kind of shit was frustrating. And I think for me personally, I just said to you, I'm like, I had pretty decent hits. No, they were. And so I just wanted to run the bases. I know. And I so felt that bad. was like my thing was I was like, I'm faster than some of the other girls on your team. Yeah. I think I'm sure. actually faster than some of the guys on your team. 100%. And you so hustle. then I'm like, okay, I really just wanted to run the bases. And I know. so for two of them, I felt like I was safe. And yeah, it was like were. no cont- like no actual discussion about yeah. it. And it's like if you guys were good sportsmen, it would just be like, okay, yeah, you're safe. Like, yeah. you're, we're not going to come back and win. Whatever. But I will say this. Like you said, be proud of the plays you made. Yeah. Be proud that they didn't move in. Yeah. Yeah, there was one, one grounder that they got you, just got you out. But you hit three balls so hard. One was a line drive. Yeah. One of them you hit so hard the guy bobbled it. Yeah. That's how good you were. So. That was good. I was happy. I think going yeah. to the batting cage is hard. Yeah, you found your swing. Yeah, and I fixed the hole. I'd always fill oh, yeah. in the hole. Yeah, you fixed the hole, so it was yeah. a bit better now, right? Yeah. So anyways, the season's over. We have playoffs coming up in a mm-hmm. couple weeks. We'll fill you in on that. But it's been a fun experience. It's been a great experience. And then I guess 
this week coming up now yeah. it's san francisco week we're going to san fran on thursday we're going to san fran on thursday i have some dinner with some friends oh wait i guess tomorrow is jamming yeah. wednesday is dinner with friends and then thursday we leave for sf yeah, exactly so we got baseball concerts alcatraz mm-hmm. and we'll hopefully be able to do a podcast from san francisco hopefully we have to on monday yeah so it should be awesome so can i is it okay if i pick the band of the week this yes, week yes you can because i'm very excited by Ew. this so um everyone's probably familiar with frank ocean yes oh I, yeah his blonde album his blonde album just came out after four years from his last album channel orange I was really excited. I just love when there's good internet buzz about an album. Totally. The last big one for me was Drake's Views from the Six. Mm-hmm. There's all this hype around it. And Frank Ocean, there's all these rumors that he was going to come out two weeks ago, a week ago, and it didn't come out. Mm-hmm. Then Friday night, he put out a visual album. Yeah, so like Beyonce's. Beyonce's. But then Saturday, he dropped his official album. Right. It was supposed to be called Boys Don't Cry, which I thought was a really cool album title. Yeah. But he changed it to Blonde. Blonde. And when we were watching the baseball game on Sunday when you were napping, I was listening to the album. Did you like it? Uh, I definitely liked it. Yeah. I don't know if I liked his first album better. I listened to a couple of the songs, and I wasn't into them. And I was talking to Mariah from work about it. Yeah. And she's like, oh, oh, I was trying to listen to Frank Ocean's album. She's like, I can't get into it. But she's like, I remember his first album taking a while to get into it. And I just said he has, like, a lot of awesome, like, people featured on the album. Yeah, like... Uh, Beyonce, Kendrick, Kanye, mm-hmm. Andre 3000, mm-hmm. Pharrell all contributed. Yeah. Well, this song I'm going to play, I've been listening to for like the last 48 hours. Yeah. And if, I'll play it for you after. I think you'll like it a lot too. Okay. So it's called Ivy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's my favorite song on the album. Mm-hmm. I've had it stuck in my head for the last two days. Mm-hmm. So it's an Apple Music exclusive. Like I said, I've signed up for Apple Music. I think it's fantastic. We're going to get you on it because it's really good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Better than Tidal because you can (laughs) actually listen to the music and download it. It doesn't cost $9,000. Exactly. So why don't we get into it? It's uh, Ivy by Frank Ocean from his new album, Blonde. So all the ways to get in contact with us, facebook.com slash live605. Uh, follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at, I was going to say Gucci Malin, but it's actually Malin Camp. Yeah. I'm at Val Gomez23 on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. And on iTunes. Drop us a comment on our iTunes page because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news and note. So until next time, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Be easy. Let's go, San Francisco. Woo!